This episode is brought to you by Netgear, Orbi Wi-Fi 6. Is your Wi-Fi feeling old? It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. Coming up on TMS... I broke it when I yanked it too hard. Serial shushers. Hoity-toity awards world. Nervous about the bum chicken. Leah, Leo, Nardo, DiCaprio. 40 hamburgers, 30 days, 10 to 15 flushes. <laughs> he looks like the dip and drink bird. Carrying Daryl up the aisle. All Walkafina. <laughs> Put down the Peter Griffin. Major spoilers. The Trek nerd and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. New boss probably isn't going to give shit about... Lube, man. That frog is getting kind of old, boy. We'll have to throw him out and get something else. He's not the Messiah. He's a very naughty boy. This is the Morning Stream. everybody, welcome back to the morning stream. It's so good to be here. Uh, it's Monday, December 9th, 2019. Scott Johnson here, Brian Ibbett there. Good morning, Brian. Yes. Good morning, Scott. Welcome to another week. Yep. Just humbling our way to the end of this decade. Yep. End of the decade, people. That's right. Strap in. There are three total weekends before this decade is over. And then... Crazy. Y20K hits. Or no, that's not a thing. <laughs> then we're seeing the next year in 2020. Yeah, that's 2020 right. 2020 vision. Yeah. And you know, uh, Tom Merritt and I were talking about this. 2020 mm. is supposed to be the year where all the cool stuff happens. It's supposed to be the year. Really? Yeah. Like, like uh, you mean in like uh, like sci-fi books and stuff, did, was 2020 the year that... Well, it, I don't know if it, in the book so much as it was, there's a lot of promises being made like full automated car options in, in by 2020. Uh Full augmented mm. reality glasses, the size of your regular reading glasses in 2020. Like a lot of promises that I don't, I'm not sure they're ready for, but we were promised a lot. So we'll, well, we'll see. Sure. You know, I don't know. Uh, I did read a rumor yesterday that the, the new iPad Pros next year are planned to be these micro LED screens, which apparently is a hot new thing. So maybe 2020 mm. is the year of the micro LED. I don't know. I heard uh, the next iPhone will have zero ports. Great. Is the rumor that I heard. Yeah, I saw that somewhere. I think that's horseshit, but whatever. Yeah. I, I don't think yeah. they can do it with zero ports. Even just for like for testing purposes, when you take it into a thing, they need a port. They got to do something right. with a port. Right. So, like, okay, well, so I have to test this. Great. All right. So I have to hook up a pair of Bluetooth headphones now <laughs> to test this thing. And Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I think they, that's, uh, that there's not that. It, it, let me tell you what will probably happen before that. There will probably be a switch over from Lightning to USB-C, is my guess. I'll bet that yeah, happens. Yeah, right, like we saw with the pro the iPads. Sure. Yeah, it'll be sure. faster charging. It's a more of an industry standard. Like, I could totally see that. But what's mm -hmm. great is, here's what will happen. No matter what they do there, uh, the Samsung people will complain and say, that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm just going to keep getting my Galaxy. But then eventually, the Galaxy, like two, three years later, will do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. and, then they'll, and then they'll have nobody to, they'll just have to live with it. <laughs> Because that's how it goes every time. Yes, like headphone exactly. jacks. It's like, ah, oh, I can't believe you removed the headphone jack. And I know there's still Android phones with headphone jacks, but there are many yep. of them who have said, nope, we're going to do that too. And they have USB-C headphones. 
So mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm not even saying they're following Apple's lead. I'm saying they're all following the trend of the tech, and the trend right. of the tech is right. less analog, more digital, less holes, less buttons. Like me, I, like me. I'd like and, less and holes, you know less what? buttons. Yes. Yes, less holes, less buttons. Yeah. I would be so happy if everything just switched to USB-C. You know why? Because uh, as much as we hated big USB, like the the USB-A and USB-B type, which was the um, almost square but still had a notch on one side, mm-hmm. because you it was never easy to like figure out which direction stuff was, had to go in until you flipped it or rotated or whatever. Right. USB-C has none of that. Right. It's like it's all, it goes in, in either way. way. Yep. In out. And in out. And then they decided, you know what we'll do? We'll make uh we'll make this other USB, whatever D type or whatever it is, even tinier so that you really have to scrutinize it to figure out which is the flat side and which is the slightly rounded side. That's the micro USB, and it's the worst micro. thing yes. that ever happened to IO in the history of computers. <laughs> micro USB, that's right. Yes. Oh. It's horrendous. Oh. I can't wait for that to go away. In fact, yes. so one of the things I think we do know about PlayStation 5 controllers. Uh, the controllers aren't that different than, than fours, but one key difference they know for sure in some patent filing is that the connector is no longer a micro USB, is a USB C, which is good because uh, I broke probably twelve connectors on my PlayStation by jamming, trying to jam it in the wrong way. That, or you yank it yeah. too hard, you didn't realize oh, it was yeah. so short or whatever because you were charging yes. it, and it just bends. And once you bend them, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Freaking f off, micro USB! You're the worst idea yes. ever. <laughs> I made a I like com- your partial your partial <laughs> flip off there. Not not quite. Yeah, it's like uh, it's I look a PG like thirteen bird. It's like I've been in an accident, you know. Right. <laughs> you never know. Anyway, people at home, I was, his middle fingers got severed right off. I was knuckle burden it. it was like a, was knuckle like bird. A uh, hey, so uh, we got a bunch of stuff today. Um, let's get Ew. right into it. Let's start off with. Uh, I need a new. We got a theme for this since you're doing that so much. Here you go. Oh, that works. Brian's Monday Morning Film Review. That's right. Uh, today's MMFR uh, is the film Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari, starring uh, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, and a bunch of other people, including uh, Earlobe uh, Shane Guy from The Walking Dead. Oh. And, uh, I didn't know he was in that. Cool. Uh, who else? Uh, who, who, of note? who plays I'm... Lee Iacocca? I, I, it was somebody big. That's uh, Shane. Oh, that's Shane. Shane. Okay. Shane, yeah, whatever. That guy, I can't remember that guy's name all of a sudden. Uh, John Barenthal is his name. Barenthal, right, yes. Yeah. Anyway, he plays Lee Iacocca, and uh, another dude plays Henry Ford Jr., or Henry Ford II. Mm-hmm. And, um, Junior. Uh, anyway, really good. Yeah. Uh, like, decent, you know. I, I'm not going to say, oh, this is the clear winner for Oscar time. Um, as a matter of fact, Golden Globe nominations just came out, and this was one of the films that for the most part, got snubbed. Oh, like, um, really? I think it had one one nomination for Christian Bale for um, uh, actor in a drama, lead actor in a drama. Mm. Is he all skinny in this? I heard he lost more weight again for this. Yes. Tiny? Yeah, the dude is, uh, you know, between... It's like he could fit uh, three of his current self into his Vice uh, outfit from last year. His Vice, uh, his Dick Cheney... <laughs> Yeah. rubber suit last year yeah and he keeps doing uh, this i don't know i don't think that's healthy i think you should probably stop doing that i think so too it's but not good for you man every other i wonder role. if he tina were talking about this i wonder if he even has to audition anymore or if he just basically you know they basically say oh we can get christian bale yeah let's get christian bale probably I right? imagine i imagine he never has to show up and say all right uh christian bale reading for the part of uh 
uh, bystander number four. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of our one fourth of film sack thinks he's very overrated. Uh, I, he, yeah. I, I think he's rated. I don't think he's anything incredibly special, but you know, I don't think he's underrated, but I do think that he, he transforms himself into every role he's in. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. Um, I think as a Batman, he's overrated. Oh yeah. 100% with you there. I don't yes. think he was a great but, Batman. He was an okay Bruce think, Wayne, but he was a kind of a shit yeah, Batman. But I don't think you can go see something like the wrestler or, um, well, or even this, you know, Ford v Ferrari, or or uh, you guys should see uh, the Machinist, where he's like Vice. four pounds. I do need to see. I do need to see the Machinist. Yeah, yeah. that's very good. It's weird, but good. Speaking mm-hmm. of industrial accidents, there's a good one in there. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, worth seeing, and and probably you know if you can see it for cheap on the big screen, worth it because there's a lot of racing footage or racing uh, imagery from inside the the front seat of the car that makes you kind of like. You know, grip the <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, grip the uh, arm the, the the arms of your chair pretty tightly. But um, if you're a big car person, I assume this is really great for car people. They're really into totally is yeah totally is. And I think the dude next to Tina was a big car person, older dude, uh, zero f's about being loud or or talking during a film mm. to the point where. We shushed him multiple times. Yeah. Oh, and, and uh, to no, you... to no uh, effect. He kept but doing it. Yeah, kept doing it. So I mean, I looked over. You know, he he would uh, talk. Like, there's one point where Matt Damon gives a speech to his crew as they're working on the next car. Yeah. At the end of it, the guy goes, hey, "Good speech." <laughs> you don't even have to say anything. Right. Why, what's why? the why? Do, why say it? Why? You know, what's the what are you what are you adding to this? Nothing. He's adding nothing. To the con- yes. you don't you're just ugh. I don't know I how know, you know drives me nuts totally drives me it. nuts I don't know how you do it um, anyway. and then you know he'd uh, he'd laugh like this it's that kind of lazy <laughs> oh my gosh like, like Ernie from Sesame Street you've got you've really set this guy up in my head I've got a perfect Man. visual of what this is wow uh, yeah just really really irritating and. Uh, you know, Tina and I both shushed him a couple times, and we both gave him the glare at first, and no luck. That glare no. is cr- uh, creepy in a movie when someone like bends over, looks at you like this. Yes, exactly. Because Tina yeah. can look over, yeah. right, and just look at him. I do the lean forward. <laughs> and I make it very. I make it very. Uh, I, I make sure that if there's any detection of movement in their peripheral vision, yeah. that they look over and see me giving them the look, like. And your eyes, your eye, you raise your eyebrows high, right? I just want to, I'm picturing Brian doing this and he doesn't, yeah. he's not going to be dead face. He's going to go. Right. Like, yes, that's pretty much it. Yes. Yeah. Must you? Yeah. Must you be doing this right now? Jeez Louise. Maybe that's what I should say. Instead of shush, I just go, must you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel bad that that was happening to you, but, but, uh. I don't know. It sounds like a fun movie. My wife really wants to see it because she loves cars. She loves car history yeah. and stuff. So we may have to see it in the theater. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it was good. It was well, good. I good. mean, it, and it's a great story. I don't know how much of it was dramatized for the, um, uh, for the screen, but, um, uh, but yeah, it was great. All right. How um, many horsepowers would you, cause that's our uh, rating for today. How many horsepower? 6,000 horsepower. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, that comes up a lot. Uh, or no, I guess that's RPMs. Oh. Uh, that'd be a lot of horses. Yeah. So I give it six. I give it uh, six thousand RPMs out of eight thousand RPMs. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good. 
I thought you were going to say 10,000, and then that would be a lower score, but you actually gave it, it's more like an 8 out of 10 is what you gave it. Right, right, right. I gave it like an 8 out of 10. Yeah, it's very good. All right. Let's check back next week when Brian sees For another sure. movie. And That's right. Do a we Monday will. morning I, film. I think review. next weekend it's either, it's one of these three. It'll be Dark Water, Richard Jewell, or uh, eight, 1917. Oh, of those three. yeah, those are, oh, I forget those are all, those all sound maybe, great. Maybe, maybe two of the three, who knows? Yeah, that's. Uh, I this... was. I did have tickets tonight to go see that in excess, uh, fathom events thing. It was the. It's a, a replay or a. You know. It's a video of their Wembley concert from like nineteen ninety something or nineteen eighty nine, mm-hmm. and um, but it would have cut too close time wise to uh, ANTP's recording, and who knows how long tonight's gonna go. That's might true. be short, might be long, but. You never know. Never know. Just depends so. on how chatty people get. <laughs> exactly. Are we yes. going to use the new thing tonight? The nope, uh, nope, nope. Because Ringer's maximum number of people is five. Oh well, then Ringer, you're a dead Ringer. You're not a Ringer. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, now time for this. It's that yearly chance for Brian and Scott to quickly look at the main uh, award, not awards, but the na- main nominations from the Golden Globs. We like to do this for the Globs. We like to do this for the Oscars, sometimes Emmys. Depends on our, our mood. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. the Globes were announced last night and here or this morning, I guess. Right? Uh, this morning, yeah. yes. Here are some major categories and those who are nominated within them. Uh, best Motion Picture Drama. We have The Irishman. Fresh hot from the Netflix burner. The Irishman. Right. Uh, Irishman. Joker. The Two Popes. Marriage Story and 1917. Now, let me get this straight about 1917. Isn't that movie? Yes. I was I was told it was one continuous shot. Is that true? The whole oh, movie. I don't know. Don't know. hasn't uh, hasn't been released yet. Um, it hasn't gotten in wide release yet. Okay. But I think it comes out this Friday. And the uh, um, I may have that wrong. Maybe they just have no a... way to. There's no way to do the trailer as one. I mean, I guess they could just show a section of the movie as um, right. Oh, J.C. Calhoun confirms, but I, you know, I, I don't know if he's the final really? word, but he says, okay. yes, 1917 is one continuous single shot that entire film. Wow. Which wow. is just, to me, blows my mind. Like, why would you do that to yourself? But whatever. That's right. I will say that one of these films will be my recommendal this week. Oh, very nice. Yes. Okay. Uh, everyone has to guess which one. I bet, I, pretty, I bet I know. Pretty easy guess since, since A, it's got to be streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and two and b it has uh, to have been released and yeah. 1917 hasn't been released good point uh best motion picture musical comedy we got once upon a time in hollywood uh, from the tarantino there mm-hmm. knives out which i'm rooting for yeah dolomite is my name which i watched and oh my gosh i love that movie it's really see i haven't seen that great. one yet but it's uh... freaking great i mean it's sweary as all get out and it's got yeah. some content but man I didn't expect to go into that loving that movie. I love Dolomite is my name. It's very good. I hope I kind of hope that wins if Knives Out doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Jojo mm-hmm. Rabbit, which I haven't seen yet, but I want to, and Rocket Man. Oh, Jojo Rabbit's fantastic. I mean, I that's probably <clears throat> would be my. As much as I love Knives Out, I'd be happy to see either Knives Out or Jojo Rabbit win. Nice. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It cracks me up that this would fall under the musical or comedy. Yeah, I don't like this category. They never do. There's always it, something no. weird in it. You know, yeah. Every time, 
Best motion picture, foreign language, a bunch of stuff never heard of, so we'll skip that. Probably Parasite will win that because Parasite. I do. You got to love the fact that uh, in the best motion picture musical or comedy, we've got one film with Hitler and one film with Charles Manson. Perfect. <laughs> in the musical and comedy That's section. That's awesome. That's what you want. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay, best right. director, you got your uh, motion picture, uh, Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Quentin Tarantino for The Once Upon a Time in the Hollywood. Uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. He could be the surprise winner. I'm hearing nothing but braves about uh, that. Parasite, by all accounts, is spectacular. Yeah. And that we may, it's not showing with AMC anymore, so we might just drop some cash and go see it at uh, Alamo Draft House. He's great. I love that director. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch uh, uh, freaking Snowpiercer any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Mendez for 1917 and Todd Phillips for The Joker. Best screenplay, Quentin. Noah Bombach for Marriage Story, Anthony McCartan for Two Popes, The Two Popes, Bong Juho and some other dude for Parasite, and Steven Zelilian for The Irishman. Uh, actress in motion picture, you got Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. You she had played me at... the, uh, the Judy Garland. Oh, is that who she is? Great. Yes, oh, it yes. says here Judy. Oh, because that's the movie about Judy Garland. That's okay. the movie about Judy Garland, yeah. Charlie's Throne. From Bombshell, this is that uh, Fox News uh, sex scandal deal. She plays, um, what's her name? Can't think She's name. Uh, uh, the, the famous uh, one, though the one that went on to be at NBC for a short while. Yes, um, the one that right had the stuff after the Today Show. Um, gave a lot of shoot. crap to Trump during the uh, during the, the what do you call them? During the, the debates. debates. Yes. Yeah. Can't think of her name. Can't think of her name. Yeah. Uh, Sacey Ronan for Little Women. Which apparently is just you know a tiny little group of ladies that live in a cupboard somewhere and they mm-hmm. and they yeah they're yeah. just little little women yeah. you know you can't call them midgets anymore you have to call them little women yeah they're really small Megan though. Megan Kelly Megan thank you Baton Kelly yes thank you who is not a little woman she's tall <laughs> right. Cynthia Ervaro for Harriet and finally Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story uh, okay okay Jack Lopasley Ashley. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. Sersha Ronan. What do I, Cersei? Is that what I say? I think so, yeah. Ah, look, uh, it's Cer- a weird shame. name. Shame. Shame. I think you called her Cersei. Shame. Cersei. Sh- yes, shame. Shame on us. Go naked down the street. Shame. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Christian Bale for Ford v. Ferrari. Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker. Or rather, Joker. Antonio right. Panderas for Pain and Glory. Anthony Price for The Two Popes. And Adam Driver for Marriage Story. My pick there will probably... I'll bet you Joaquin Phoenix walks away with it. That'd be great. Why, is it, you hope he's walking away with the he's trophy? With walking the, uh, away with the award that night. Yeah, yes. I do hope that. Uh, uh, Adam Driver, Marriage Story. I think it's time that we end what we started. Yeah, we need to finish what we started. <laughs> and uh, we'll, uh, yeah, uh, Best performance by an actress in that whole deal. We got Awakafina. Aquafina. Aquafina. Just, just, like the, just like the bottle of water. I don't like her name. In the farewell, Beanie. No, she's, you know who she, you've seen her, right? I think you so. Saw her in, you saw her in that. Uh, didn't you see Crazy Rich Asians? Oh, yes, I did not. But I know who that is. I know who you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the movie, but I know the late. I know who you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I did not see that. <laughs> I didn't see Crazy Rich. You know what I thought of when you said it, and in my head I was like, yes, 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 I have. I'm thinking of Kim's Convenience, which is about Koreans, oh, and it's yeah, it's right. almost racist that I did that. <laughs> Crazy uh, uh, convenience store owning Asians. There you go. Uh, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart. Anna Diamas Armas for Knives Out. She was fantastic. 
She was. I really liked her in that. Emma Thompson in Late Night and Kate Blanchett in Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I don't like question titles. I don't like them. Really? Yeah, they bother me. I don't know hmm. why. Can't explain it. Uh, in the actor category, you got Leonardo DiCaprio for the Once on a Time, <laughs> Once Once on a Time in, a, in the Hollywood. Uh, Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. I would pull for that if, I, if it could happen. That'd be wonderful. Yeah. He's very yeah. good in it. Really oh, I, energetic. I, I, he's like the he's it's like he never left. It blew my mind. It was really good. Uh, Daniel Craig for Knives Out would be fun. Taron Edgerton for Rocket Man, mm-hmm. and then Roman Griffin Davis. I get, is the kid for Jojo That's Rabbit. The kid, and he he should get it. He is uh, look. They're they're like uh, they're two child actors right now that I think are are going to be ones to watch. One is this Roman Griffin Davis, mm-hmm. and the other one is the kid who played um, young uh, Shia LaBeouf in Honey Boy, mm-hmm. um, who I think also plays Christian Bale's son in um, Ford versus Ferrari. Oh. Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe. Noah Jupe. I don't That's know, right. I don't know any place. Jupes. If I'm answering that question, I don't know a single Jupe. He's in uh, Quiet Place 2. Um, I'm looking to see. Maybe he's not. Okay. I thought for sure he might have been in, uh, he might have played the son because there's a kid who looks just like him who plays... Um, mm. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Ford versus Ferrari. He is. He is in that. Okay. He is in that. Busy, Superman busy v boy. Ferrari. Yeah. Batman, Ford v Batman. That's right. <laughs> Jupe is on the rise. Now I have a Jupe question. A lot of these are pretty yeah. standard, but I have a question about one that's just kind of blowing my mind here. Sure. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role. We got Brad Pitt, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Anthony Hopkins, all in supporting roles, and then we have Tom Hanks in a supporting role for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood where he literally plays Mr. Rogers. How is that a supporting role? Because the main character is the interviewer that that goes and finds him like that there's the the uh, I haven't seen it but basically the trailer paints it as this this guy who who decides to go interview uh, Mr. Rogers. That's so weird to me. Because even then it seems like as the subject of the interview and uh, and the namesake of the film well, what's the um, what was the one with Steve Coogan and Judy Dench? Uh, that was called uh, mm, Philomena. 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 Yeah. In that case, you know, even though Philomena is, you know, the the title character, Steve Coogan is the person who went and found this woman and interviews her and that sort of thing. Was the considered the the actor and Judy Dench was the supporting actress in that, if I remember. Correctly. I no, didn't she win for best actor? Actress? Well, I'm looking. Maybe, maybe I'm. Perhaps I'm incorrect. I thought that that was a similar situation. I thought at least nominated. Maybe didn't win, but she. I thought she was because because that would be easy to split because you got the dude lady split, right? So you could just true, right, right, right. Whereas now Um, in this thing you got two dudes, only one must stand. I I take that back. Yeah, I'm looking at um, uh, Academy Awards actress Judi Dench nominated but didn't win. Yeah. And he was nominated okay. too, I think. Bad, bad example. Bad yeah. example. Best actor, Steve Coogan. Yeah, shame. for the British Independent Shame. I'm going to say shame again. Shame. <laughs> uh, all right. How about this? Uh, the best motion picture animated, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Missing Link, and The Lion King. Oh, they're including that, are they? Interesting. So maybe uh, do you, do you, maybe I shouldn't have you take a look at best television series drama. Oh, no. Is this going to be bad? 
<laughs> All right. Musical or comedy? I'll read that one. Barry, The Politician, okay. Fleabag, Kaminsky Method, and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. My pick would be either Barry or Fleabag. Barry would be my pick. I haven't seen Fleabag yet, but uh, Fleabag's very Tina good. started watching it, didn't like it, and that was going to be... So that moved over to my list, and that's after Watchmen and, and a few other things. Guaranteed you're going to love it. Guaranteed. I'm sure I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure so sure of it. I'll eat. I'll eat uh, something weird on the show if you don't. Oh wow! Okay. All right, might best... be worth me hating it just for that. Now this is going to get weird. The best television series drama. Uh huh. The Crown, Succession, sure. Big sure. Little Lies, Yeah, Killing Eve. Mm hmm. Hold on, there's one more here. <laughs> the morning. <laughs> the morning show. The morning show. The morning show, which surprises me that you know it got such such lukewarm critical reviews and yet is is up among some pretty great shows killing eve is fantastic the crown is is great my hope is it loses horribly to these other shows <laughs> and jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon both up for best performance by an actress in a television series now you watched did you watch um how far into it did you watch uh what the morning show yeah, didn't you get Apple TV the week free oh, trial? And I did, but I refused to watch that show. I'm not going to watch it. I watch everything well, else on there. we can't talk bad about it until we watch it. Oh, I have no idea if it's good or bad. I, I'm just mad at them for the name. That's it. <laughs> and it, you know what? I wouldn't even be mad if they called it The Morning Show and always called it that. But during it, I am told by multiple people, they say TMS constantly. Sure, sure. That's why I'm annoyed. They're sticking it to the little guys, what they're doing. We're the little guy in this scenario. Hey. Look, how many people are going to discover uh, TMS because they're like, oh, this documentary starring Nicole Kidman on the Apple TV thing mm -hmm. sounds interesting. Let me see if I can find this TMS show that they keep talking about. That's right. Uh, I'll have you notice, by the way. I just noticed this. Yeah. This would yeah. be the year you get, if you had a real banger final season, this would be the year you'd have Game of Thrones all over this list. And you don't. You have one. Yeah, hit. no. It's, uh, Kit pretty Harrington. much snubbed. Yeah. yeah. Kit Harrington got a best performance by an actor in a C TV series. And that's it. Uh, that's a that must sting a little for those guys. Snubs for uh, Watchmen as well. They were people were expecting to see Watchmen um, uh, make an appearance on here. Watchmen might be out of the running till next year, though, right? No, Isn't that not, how they what do it? not what uh, Hollywood Reporter was saying. Oh, weird. Okay, that surprises me that it's even in consideration. But I would also say that it's very pulpy and may not fit the hoity-toity awards world. But could be, yeah. I love it, so who cares yep. what they think? Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, the lady that is the new crown lady, Olivia Coleman. Yes, uh, she's also in. Uh, um, uh, shit, a flea bag, and she's great on flea bag. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. I uh, love her, and uh, she's in that film with um, that the one that just came uh, out earlier this year, period piece, where she's the queen. The yeah, she's the one that uh, that did the really goofy uh, reception or. Uh, uh, yes. Thing last yes. year. Yeah. Acceptance speech. Oh, she's so, so she's good. wonderful. The favorite. Yeah. Yes. She's great. She was in Hot Fuzz as well. Anyway, I have no no complaints about seeing her in everything. Best. Here's a list I like. Best televised limited series or motion picture made for television. Mm -hmm. Loudest voice. Chernobyl. Unbelievable. Fosse slash Verdon and Catch Twenty Two. I am really torn because the two of the best things I've seen on TV in years were Chernobyl mm -hmm. and Unbelievable. And so I could go either way there, and I hope one of those wins because I right. love them both. Oh, man, I love them. They were so freaking good. Chernobyl was amazing, and they'll probably give it to Chernobyl. I would not be surprised. Unbelievable deserves some credit, though, because it's, it's incredible. 
Sure. Uh, oh, here we go. Here are all the here are all the snubs. Uh, well, they say Big Bang Theory. I I say no. It didn't. I say you've had your time in the sun, Big Bang Theory. Exactly. Uh, the Good Place, Veep, Silicon Valley, Orange Is the New Black, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Jane the Virgin, all past winners and nominees, completely snubbed uh, this year. Game of Thrones, just the Kit Harrington, as you say. Mister mm-hmm. Robot got one for Rami Malek. Um, the no other nominations for that one either. Um, and uh, and yeah, the, and the, all the ones I mentioned were final seasons. So yeah. sometimes that doesn't work out. Be- Breaking Bad killed it on their final thing. Got took all the awards oh. and stuff, but you don't always get that. Nope. Uh, unbelievable. They get some other stuff, which I'll just mention quickly. Best Actress, mm-hmm. both Merritt Weaver and Caitlin De- Dever, both were nominated for that role or for their roles. And in the supporting category, Tony Collette for hers and unbelievable. They they all deserve it and they should all get it. One hundred one absolutely, one hundred percent. That's so good. Um all right. Well that's that's basically it. There's a bunch of others in there, but you guys can go look it up. We like to follow this in a very cursory way. Brian actually watches the yeah. stuff. I, I usually sort of just wait for the I watched results. the Oscars. I don't think I've watched the Golden Globes in the last couple of years. Or if we did, we did the um we started it an hour and a half into it and then just basically fast forwarded until it was a category we cared about and an acceptance speech we care to listen to. <laughs> well, how you do you where do you how do you stand on Ricky Gervais's host his final time? As I host? that I do like. I like I like seeing Ricky uh, Ricky Verjace Gervais host. Verjace. Yeah, Verjace. Verjace. Yeah. Ricky Verjace. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. Uh, all right. Well, then, and these are yeah. when? Hold on, I forgot to look at that part. Oh, uh, early uh, February, I think. Yes. Yes, right? Hold on. I can't find it. Oh, uh, uh, January fifth, actually. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, early in the in the month. Uh, I guess it's I guess it's around uh, early February that the Oscar nominations come out. So. Yeah, and then they do that in at the end of that month, right? Or March, maybe. Mm-hmm. I forget. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's the other thing. What else? Oh, it'll be hosted there at the uh, NBC Coast to Coast uh, deal. It'll be the 77th annual Golden Globs. So get in line and check it out. All right. Woo-hoo. Uh, tell us about the Denver Tadpole meetup before we call Dunaway. Yeah, this uh, Saturday, really quick, if you're in the Denver area and you have not seen this on the Facebook page, this Saturday we are going to Casa Bonita because the only time to go to Casa Bonita is when you're taking people who've never been to Casa Bonita. So we got a bunch of people who are, uh, who are going. Uh, Nikki and Clark, uh, who just moved here from Nashville, and uh, anybody else who wants to join us, it's, uh, it's a thing. Mm. <laughs> it's a thing you should experience once. Yeah, we talk so, about it all the time. You got to go see what it's like for real. It's not yeah, just uh, exactly. you know car- a cartman. Not just right. No, that that but that but that uh, depiction on South Park is absolutely accurate. Yeah, completely yep. and totally exactly what that place is like. Yeah, and it's based on the thing. So so why would you miss out on that? Yeah. Uh, we'll talk. I almost feel. I wonder if I could do a live action reenactment of that final. That that last bit in South Park where he runs and does everything while the police are chasing him. Oh right, you can't. Ah, my first cave. Ah, cliff divers. <laughs> you should do it. Why not? You should do it. Right. Well, okay. You got quiet there for a second. Sorry, I mute. I was trying to mute the echo because I, for some reason, when I open this oh, browser okay. window, it makes you guys get choppy and it makes things echo for you. I was doing it for you. Did it for you, Dad. Did it for you. That's right. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway with us. Is it? It is. Oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Oh, hi. Oh, wait. I have to play this. (laughs) 
good to have you here for Babel Royale. How are you, man? Oh, oh, doing good, man. <laughs> That's great. For some reason, your mic, well, you know what it is because you're at work, and when you're at home, you have a different level, and so I had you oh. really cranked. You're better. Oh, you had me turn way down? Yeah. You're better now. Or, you're good or now. way up. The way up is the other way. Uh, oh, yeah, because I, yeah, I, I think I did. I turned my mixer at home down because I was listening to the film sack this morning to see how that went, and I was super low, so my bad. Yeah, it's all good. I enjoyed it. Uh, hey, uh, it's good to have you here, but of course, we have to welcome a... Oh, he hung up. Someone was someone got in and then hung up. So call oh. again. I don't know why they did. I answered it. Here, we'll try this one. All right. Uh, hi, good morning. Who is this? Hello? You're on the phone. Hello. Hello. Who's this? This is Grant M06 in the chat. Oh, hello. How are you? How's your morning? I'm good. Yeah? So? Yeah, we're, we're doing fine. We're doing real good. Uh, you say it was Grant. What was the number? Grant something? 06. Oh, there he is. Grant M06. See you, Brian, right there? Good That's his name. You look through all those Grants are in the chat room. <laughs> yeah. He's a, the sixth one. Yeah, there's a whole bunch in there. Uh, well, Grant, it's good where are you from? I'm from Grant, VA. Pennsylvania. From Sorry. Virginia, okay. All right. Virginia. Oh, PA, PA, not VA, PA. Okay. Oh, oh, Pennsylvania, not VA, not Virginia. Virginia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. I think he's listening yeah, to I think the, he's got uh, a little bit of a delay going. That's okay because Brian can tell you this stuff in real time and it will, it'll all work out. Brian, explain the rules and how we could win. That's right, Grant. I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win will go to the other player. Your job is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you're playing for a pair of Steam games, uh, Contagion, and a Medal of Honor, courtesy of our friend Sinia. Thank you, Sinia, for sending those in. Nice. Uh, great Great games and and Contagion, I can imagine. Just, oh, you know. Contagion's very good. Yeah, yeah, good game. Very good. Um, all right, so here's the deal. This is another one from Katavari, who's been who's been on oh, fire. Katavari's been doing it, sending me some amazing Babel Royale. So big thanks to Katavari, who I think might even be in the chat room right now. Right. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how to do this because I do want to give you guys some uh, maybe a mulligan or two, and we'll figure out a way to do this. Or you can tell you what you can buy a clue. <laughs> you, you each have, you each have uh, a gold. So I go, coin. I go like lying, and then you tell me <laughs> exactly. part of the answer. Okay, exactly. Well, you'll, yeah, you guys each have a golden coin that you can buy a clue from me if you need it. Okay. Uh, but here are we've got a list in front of me of the twenty-five most streamed Christmas songs on Spotify that that were streamed on Christmas Eve, twenty eighteen. So one year ago. Uh, On Christmas Eve, Spotify noted all of the songs that were streamed. These were the top 25, a minimum of 2.7 million streams of a song in the top five or top 25. um, um, That's a lot of streams. The number one song has almost 11 million streams. 11 million? 11 million times this song was streamed on that one day on Christmas Eve 2018. This feels like a very, well, I guess we'll see. Let's see how we'll it goes. We'll see. Yeah. So, Grant, uh, knowing that that is the topic, who do you want to go first and who do you think is going to win? Um, Dunaway to go first and mm, 
Scott Glenn. Okay. <laughs> hesitant he wasn't sure. Yeah. He's like, mm, I don't know. Neither and, one of these guys are very jolly. So and all uh, you have to tell me is the song title. You don't have to tell me the artist. The, uh, the artist. You can. You can tell me the artist if you want. Do I get right, any bonus points? We get bonus points for telling you the artist. I mean, I know we don't get anything for that, right? We don't. Hmm. Doesn't earn an extra coin. I wonder if you coin. could earn. I wonder if you could earn a Ooh, golden earn coin. an extra coin. Ooh. An extra coin. You earn an extra coin by just giving me the artist as well. I'm loving it. Okay, okay. I'm totally doing it. I've got. Ooh. I'm keeping track of coins. You start off with one coin each. Okay. All right. <clears throat> then I'm going to give you my first dance. Oh, he said Dunaway first. Go ahead, Dunaway. I'm first. Yep. Sorry, I got it backwards. I'm first. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Shutting up. So, okay, so 2018 most played uh, Christmas songs on Spotify, the day of Christmas. This is the question. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I tell you, you can't, you can't, you can't turn on your Spotify. I got Spotify premium, by the way, and I got the Christmas list. You can't start a Spotify Christmas list that doesn't start with "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. Damn it! You give me my to- give me my tokens. You got a token for that, and uh, that is the number one. Ten million, ten point eight million streams of "All I Want for Christmas Is You" by Mariah Carey. I don't know what Mariah Carey has done for Spotify, but I'll tell you what they've done for her. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was all right. One. That Scott, was going to be you. it. That was my pick. I'm sure, it was. Yeah. Oh well, then now I don't even know where to go. And, and now there's no more songs. Uh, Blue Christmas by Elvis. Ooh, that's a very good choice. Oh, you're hesitating so much. I don't. I, don't, I think this falling out of favor hasn't. I haven't heard that in a while. Oh my I've God. Heard, I've heard the Porky. I... I've heard the Porky Pig version more than I've actually heard the Elvis part. Well, it can be a cover, right? Yeah, it could be a cover. There is no. Blue Christmas in the top 25. Scott's going to have a blue, blue <laughs> So let's, here's what we'll do. We'll do. Uh, uh, well, keep that going. Yeah. Grant, Grant lost, but we're going to keep going. Um, we're going to keep going. We're going to say. He, I thought Scott had a golden coin. Or you can only do it if you guess the thing. The well, golden no, the, coin is a hint. It's the only golden a hint. coin isn't a. Oh, uh, so once oh, you answer it. Oh. Who used the golden coin as a mulligan? We could do the golden coin as a mulligan, too. All right. Let's do that. All right. Well, yeah. there, the one golden asked. coin you give us at the beginning is a mulligan if we choose to use it as one. Other That's gold right. coins we earn are only as hints. Are hints. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, I'm good. using my mulligan, so I give you one right after this, right? <laughs> you do. Yep. All right. Um. I'm going to say that uh, <laughs> now I don't know because if that's not on there, what else isn't on there? Everything. Do you have Spotify, Scott? How about that John Lennon Christmas is over Christmas oh. time song? Christmas war is over. Happy Christmas. Yes. Christmas. Yes. Happy Christmas war is over. I was <laughs> just waiting for you to get some more of it. Happy Christmas or parentheses war is over. John Lennon, 5.6 million streams. And I guess even with your mulligan, you did give me the artist. You earn a you earn a hint coin. All right. I have two hint coins now. No, I have one yep. hint coin. I use my mulligan you coin. You have one hint coin. Exactly. Okay. Take, a, take a hint. All right. All right. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna take a hint. Um, okay. I'm because the other song this kind of surprised me that the kids sing, uh, and I'm assuming it's probably on the list is uh, "Last Christmas" by Wham, George Michael, right? Uh, number two on the list, and probably number in no small two. part, 
no small part to the uh, the, the movie that just came out with uh, the Queen of Dragons. Uh, Wham! Last Christmas, nine point, uh, basically nine million streams. All right, I'm going to use a coin for a hint. Okay, uh, let's see. Let's give you. Uh, it's it's a song in the list that features Sting. Okay. Sting <laughs> singing the word Sting. Oh. oh. Does he say Sting in the song? He does. Um, Interesting. Oh my gosh! I, is it they uh, that uh, do, you, do they know? Do watch, uh, shut, shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're messing my brain up. Did you watch Daddy's Home too? No, did you watch Daddy's Home too? No, no, you're messing my brain up. Is it? Do they know it's Christmas time? The Geldof thing. There you go. It is. Do they know it's Christmas? By Band-Aid. Five point four million streams, and yes, Sting sings the bitter sting of tears. Is is uh, one of his lines in that song? So, oh, so the fact guys... that I said it was a Geldof thing does that give me a coin, or is that is. not good enough? Okay. Um, not good Can enough. Can you get a coin really... after a hint? Can you get a hint? Yeah, you but get didn't a coin he, but didn't hint? he write it? Because yeah. I think he wrote that song. Oh, okay. Geldof wrote it. Geldof and uh, Midyear from Ultravox wrote it together, but. Uh, it's credited to Band Aid, and plus it was. A, I gave you a hint on that one. Yeah, so no, no, you're right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, good point. I don't think we should get hint coins from ones we get hints from. No, right? I know. Okay. Right. Yeah, did uh, you guys? Did you guys see Daddy's Home too? No, not yet. But, okay, but, so it's a total Christmas movie. The first one, you don't even have to see it. Right. Don't even no, watch Nicole, it. But Nicole recommended this last week. Yeah, and yeah. and Mark Wahlberg does the the Sting thing. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. We watched it last night, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's funny. Okay. All right. yeah. Your turn. Spoiler. All right, my turn. Okay, how about... Um... I'm nervous. <laughs> I want to That's why I'm getting nervous. I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of who sings it. But there's a whole bunch of people that sing it. I'm trying to figure out which... So if which I tell you the song and I get the wrong artist, do I still get it? You still I just get don't a get point, the coin. You, yeah, you just don't get a hint coin. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go with Holly Jolly Christmas. I'm going to go with the Buble version. Oh, man. Michael Bublé's Holly Jolly Christmas, number 20 on the list, 3.6 nice. million plays. Bublé comes out Bublé. of his cave once a year and gives us Christmas music. All so, right. So Brian has a mulligan and three hint coins. <laughs> Scott has nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> no help. I want to win this. All right, let's do. You got um, this. I don't know the artist. Jingle Bell Rock. Elvis? No, it's not uh, Elvis. No, Elvis <laughs> didn't do a version of that. But, he didn't uh, do a version The Bobby no. Helms version is the one that... Uh, I could have sworn that was Elvis. Never heard of Bobby Helms, but I I know the song, and it's on constantly. I guess it's not, is it? Yep. I think the... I'm trying to remember the female vocal on the on what I thought was the original. Let me see here. Or maybe the Bobby Helms version is the original. Bobby Helms was the... Original? Okay. Oh no, it wasn't. Uh, no, nineteen fifty-seven. Yeah, totally. The original is Bobby Helms. No, it wasn't. Yes, it is. Wait, no, it is. What? Yes, it is. No, yes, no, yes, and no. <laughs> so wait, you're leaving me in horrible uh, limbo here. Did I get it? You got it. Oh, it's number five. On, it's number five on the list. Six million plays, but but without knowing the artist, you get no hint coin. Okay. Okay, Brian, with your all your hint coins and your mulligan, go ahead. Right. Kind of want to take a hint. No, no, don't give me a hint yet. Okay. But I'm, I'm like it's gonna be too cocky, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna fail. You're like, oh yeah, Brian, that's like number, do do do. I'm I'm walking in a winter wonderland, winter wonderland. 
<laughs> Winter Wonderland. Surprisingly, Winter Wonderland. Is not yeah. on no there? versions of Winter Wonderland are in really? the top twenty-five. Yeah, it's not actually a Christmas song. That's a, that's one reason. Yeah, well, they, they but play it's played. It. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's like Green right. Sleeves, right? But it's it just is one of those songs that is a winter song, and there's no mention of Christmas in it. So maybe that's why it's not on there. Yeah, there's no mention of Christmas, is there? Nope. Like, it's all uh, winter shit. A couple people it's just get, winter get shit. illegally married <laughs> by a snowman. Yeah. Uh, yes, that marriage is not does not hold legal water. No. Nope. No, exactly. Yeah, the snowman can't and, do it. And maybe Parson Brown might be a little offended uh, that you right. uh, made a snowman out of him. Yeah. Plus, well, I hear then, he's, he's a molester anyway. Why have you thinking of White Christmas? I don't know, but you can't. Were well, you doing your mulligan? But you can't. What are you, yeah, you, okay, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, that is your mulligan. Yeah, so are you saying White Christmas? Yeah, I'm going to say White Christmas. All right, do you have an artist? Uh, that was Bing, wasn't it? It was Bing. Number 16 on the list, White Christmas by Bing Crosby, oh, 3.9. Microsoft I got, on, Bing. I got that on cassette tape. Yeah, I, I, Microsoft Bing is, did a great bunch of songs. It was very, very it, good. It, um, for a while, held the record of the most uh, the most purchased single of all time. Yes. What 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 replaced it? Something cool, I hope. No, probably some Mariah Carey garbage. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, I'm gonna see. do. Um, uh, oh, that's a that's a too new maybe, but I really like it. So uh, let's do "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree." Now the version I like is from the Setzer Orchestra, but I'm, and that's not gonna be the one. So I'll bet it's not him, them. I'll bet it's a lady whose name I don't know. <laughs> um, it is. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee is the, the, the oh, famous version nice. that you hear in, uh, in every Christmas movie ever. <laughs> Where somebody you know, has to go to a mall or go outside or walk in a city or whatever. Uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, very good. By the way, um, uh, it actually... White Christmas still is the best-selling single of all time, with uh, over 50 million copies sold worldwide. Best-selling single of Christmas music or of all music? Nope, just the best-selling uh, single of all time. Jeez. Yeah. That's crazy to me. It's crazy that 50 million is a best-selling single. Like, you'd think that something's surpassed that. Yeah. I guess that speaks to just the wide range of musical tastes or something. I guess. Yeah. But that's a lot. <laughs> That is a lot. Jeez. All right. Mm -hmm. The Crosby uh, fortune is well good. They're good. Well, well and good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, well, uh, <clears throat> how about I'm going to start going with things with Christmas in the title so I don't get, you know, side, you know, blinded with that thing again. How about have yourself a merry little Christmas? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Do you, you, you want to guess an artist? Uh, there's one that my fiance listens to all the time and I can't remember who sings it, but it's one of the artists that she likes. I, and I think that's probably the one they're probably playing more often than not. I bet not. it is. Uh, Sam Smith, 3.9 million streams. Yes. Sam Smith does a cover of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm -hmm. Who's, who sang the original? I don't know. Um. It's old. It's old, yeah, it's like crooner old time. Crunery, yeah. Um, that might've even been Bing Crosby as well, but, uh. Mm. Mel Torme. That's my impression of Bing Crosby. It's pretty good. All right, I'm gonna do that song from Die Hard. Um, the I think it's called Just the Christmas Song, and oh. I think Frank Sinatra did that version, and I would assume he still gets a lot of play. Um, 
I'll give you points for the Christmas song. Nat King Cole is uh, nah. is the the version. I think you're thinking of a different song, but that's okay. Am I thinking of something um, different? You are. I mean, the one played in Die Hard is, if to my memory, uh, on my memory, is not the Christmas song. It's a different song, but um, Christmas song, but Christmas song, but the Christmas song is number twenty-one on the list. Three point six million. I'll take uh, that. Plays. It's a weird yep. win, but I'll take it. Nat King Cole uh, is uh, the the artist, the original artist. Cool. Or not? Maybe not. Yeah, it might be the original artist. That one's know. another. That one's another Christmas standard. Just might have been the most popular. What happened to Natalie Cole? She's still doing things. She I think so. Yeah. Okay. I liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that one thing she did where it was a duet with her dad was kind of gimmicky, but I still think she was pretty good on her own. Wow. TMS Mashup says that Judy Garland did the original. That's crazy. I didn't. Oh, know really? Yeah. I love Judy Garland. Yeah. She's all right. Tragic end. But yeah. I love her. Yeah. Drugs. 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 Don't do them. <laughs> Don't do them. <laughs> all right, Brian. Back over to you. How about some Holly Jolly Christmas? Have a Holly, holly jolly, jolly Christmas. Christmas. And in case uh, the best time hear. of the year. The one yeah. I like is the Michael Bublé version. I have You like it. On. You like it so much. Routine. You've said it twice. Mm. Uh, did I really? You did. Yeah. So on <laughs> top. <laughs> How does that count as a mulligan? Yeah. I don't know. You you used up your mulligan. Oh yeah, your mulligan's and, gone. Oh, You're you gone. Used, you used it up. So I guess I, I mean <laughs> I think Scott Am I going to drop? Do I drop all my going, gold coins like Sonic? Yes, <laughs> you do. Can I, you do can because I, you can't. Can I pick use, them back up? No, uh, you can't. Yeah, the, the coins don't work for mulligans. That was your mulligan, or you already used your mulligan. So <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem. That's the yeah. problem with trying to remember all the titles with Christmas in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should have used those coins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. We know what that means. That means that our good buddy uh, paid off. It paid off. Your 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 trust in me paid off. It looked pretty grim in the beginning, but look at us really now, dude. Did. Look at us now. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Now, all you have to I do, was robbed. you have to send an email to Brian Nibbett. He's going to send you those codes. That email is coverville at gmail.com. Uh, coverville at gmail.com. I'm trying to say while Brian sings. And uh, uh, you send that in and we'll get you hooked up. How do you feel about your big win? It was a little terrifying, but not <laughs> one of my favorite callers of all time. All right, have a good one. Get that email in there That's, and get your uh, stuff. Grant reporting from Abbottabad. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Thank you for thank you for uh, yeah. the connection there. Yes. By the way, here's a remaining list. Uh, Send to tell me by Ariana Grande. I don't even know that one. Yeah, it's yeah. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Michael Buble, most wonderful. That time was the one I was. Williams. Hmm. It. Nobody, nobody said the worst Christmas song of all time, which is wonderful. Well, no, not maybe not the worst. It's, it's the, the worst. worst. Right, it's the worst. The wor- uh. Uh-uh. The worst no. one is the one Brian's talking about. It is the worst Christmas song. Paul McCartney, Wonderful Christmas Time. Oh, or, or Santa Baby by uh, Santa Madonna, Baby. Eartha Kitt. I'll give you as well. I actually like that one. I like that one pretty yeah. good. Mm. Uh, Driving Home for Christmas by Chris Rhea. Mistletoe by Justin Bieber. Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow by Frank Sinatra, which is the one they play at the oh, very end yes. of uh, Die Hard, I believe. Mm-hmm. How about uh, The Felice- Grinch? Is it on there? No. Feliz Navidad, Jose Feliciano. Uh, Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes. Um, uh, Santa Claus Coming to Town by Michael Bublé. Oh! Christmas Lights by Coldplay. And Maybe It's Cold Outside. This That's version here is by Brett Eldridge. Um, but, uh, so like not, those, Zoe, not like, Zoe Deschanel. I like those Zo- those uh, those Sia songs are good. Why aren't those Sia songs on there? Yeah, Santa, Santa Claus is Coming for You. Yeah, I, I love that good. one. That's yeah, a fun song that should be just That's like... Great. You know, every year you should hear it and go, hey, this is the new normal. We should have this song on all the time. 
maybe this year because of her generosity at that walmart in wherever it was uh sia will get we get some more streams for uh and no no bing and bowie getter is a tool i i why would they I'm, no one's playing that on spotify yeah no dude <laughs> dude there's a whole t- couple of new generations that don't give a shit about that combo there's no Hello, way bing crosby it's so good of you to have me over <laughs> to sing a song with you. My mother does not use Spotify, is my point. And that's the only people <laughs> that would have played that. And that's still too... Even t- uh, even for them, it was too. it's too weird. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, well done, everybody. That was fun. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. Uh, and I would highly recommend people just give another listen to that Sia album. And also, I have a request. Seth MacFarlane made those amazing two crooner albums. They're oh, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Like straight, really good. And they're not humorous. They're not satirical. They are him yeah. singing, and they're amazing. And he's also singing things that aren't standard, so it's a lot of new stuff you've never heard from like crooner era music, and it's great. His Alicia Keys com- um, uh, duet is amazing. Uh, he needs to do a freaking Christmas album like that. I would love that. Yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane, if you're listening, put put down the Peter <laughs> Griffin for just a second. <laughs> All right, and get it get it going. All right, Take Dunaway. Your hands off your Peter Griffin, and uh... there you go. So normally Dunaway and I would be back on the air today at FrogPants.tv at about three thirty for the Boop Show, but instead we're doing it Thursday. Mm-hmm. Brian's got a thing today, and uh, you know, I am Gr- playing Santa. Yeah, not at the mall. No. I'm just doing Santa things. Yeah, he's going to be doing secret Santa things. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I do that. I'll every be year playing too. my Spotify, my Spotify, <laughs> my Spotify. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> My Spotify playlist. Oh, you're in the South. It's hard it's not hard to play Spotify in the South. You can it's find not. them everywhere. <laughs> and I it's see. a little cheaper too than the uh, nine 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 premium Spotify. So yeah, yeah, and if you, you have a swatter, you can make you can play Splotify. Yeah, Splotify. <laughs> or Swatify. You could do that. Swatify. Yeah, yeah. I guess you'll die. Anyway, uh do that and uh we'll be back Thursday with a with a boop show in normal normal time. We just uh you know, Christmas month, things are nuts. Stuff gets shuffled around, but we're definitely doing one this week. So tune in Thursday for an Thursday. episode of that. Thursday. Thursday. Brian Dunaway, is there anything else you'd like to say before I cut you off? Uh, you know, that's about it. Okay, bye. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. We have no time for news. That just means one thing. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, before we do, though, I'll tell you what. This break is brought to you by... Oh, brought to you by the Blue Milk Chats, a Star Wars podcast where we interview various members of the entertainment and gaming industries, as well as regular fans about their various projects within the Star Wars fandom. Come listen to game developers, film editors, and others discuss how Star Wars positively impacted their lives and in some instances changed their careers. It's available on all major podcast services, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. For more information, head on over to anchor.fm slash blue milk. May the force be with you. Very nice. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Steven Schleicher will join us. So will uh, Daryl. We're going to talk a little Star Trek. Some of it's a bit sad. Uh, but we think it's important mm-hmm. to talk about it. Uh, we had a bit of a death in the Trek family uh, yesterday. Couple. Yeah, yeah, a couple of matches. Yeah. A rough uh, year for Star Trek, mm-hmm. turns out. Uh, we'll get to all that, though, shortly. Before that, though, a song. Brian has one. What do you got there? I've got the wrong information in front of me. Excellent. <laughs> but let me get the right of me. Here we go. All right. Uh, Blake Morrison wrote in and said that his friend Danny, who goes by the name Extra Cool, lives in Denver 
and he does uh, the rap music, which is frequently comic book related. He says, I really think that the Frog Pants followers would like the song Cape and Cowl from the album Kool-Aid. It can be found on iTunes, Bandcamp, etc. This would be uh, for the Indie Middle Indie in the Middle segment. Thanks, Blake. Um, well, absolutely, Blake Morrison. This is great. I love this. Uh, song features Esme Patterson on it. Here is the song Cape and Cowl performed by Extra Cool on the album Kool-Aid from 2013. We'll be right back. Like it was 
Hey you guys, time to talk about our good buddies at Netgear. We love Netgear. Ah uh, yes, Netgear. Hey, how old is your Wi-Fi feeling these days? Does it buffer all the time when you're trying to stream stuff? Does connecting new devices to it slow it down? Can it handle all the gaming video calls and large files you're throwing at it? And what happens when you try to do all that stuff at once? Oh man! No good comes from that. It doesn't matter how fast your internet connection is if your Wi-Fi router is old and outdated. With Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear, your Wi-Fi will feel new again. Wi-Fi 6 is the latest tech that allows more devices to connect and stream simultaneously without impacting speed or reliability. The result delivers the fastest Wi-Fi for all your devices anywhere in your home. Stream in HD, 4K, or even 8K without buffering, eliminate lag while gaming, and connect more devices to your Wi-Fi than ever before. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is like upgrading your Wi-Fi to first class, you know, like on a plane. Very comfortable. Lay back, put your feet up. Mm. If you're ready for the west, the west, the best Wi-Fi ever, you can get it today from Netgear and never worry about Wi-Fi again. Check out Orbi Wi-Fi 6 at your local Best Buy or at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. And we thank them for supporting this show. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times, as opposed to once. They end up using more water. So EPA is looking at that very strongly, at my suggestion. Maybe we could stuff your Aunt Dimitri in there, huh? The Morning Stream. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. And we're back, everybody. Welcome back. You know, I barely okay, made it so on time. Maybe, I, so maybe it's just me. Maybe I have to flush 15 times because of all the hamburgers that I'm eating. <laughs> Lots of hamburgers. <laughs> hamburgers, KFC. I love the chicken. Drinking it down with a big glass of Kofefe. Yeah, I flush a lot. 15, 10, 15 times. I assume everyone's doing that, not just me. <laughs> yeah, no one does this. Not a uh, single human 10, being. 15 times, exactly. Not oh, a it must single be true. Not a single person in America flushes their toilet 15 times. I, if they do, they're a little kid who are fascinated by why the toilet flushes. That's it. Which, which would also be the president. Yeah, good point. Maybe that's where does the water it. go? Yeah, I'm having EPA look into that. I see the water come in, then the water goes out. Where does it go? It's going clockwise. Wait, counterclockwise this time. Let me try it again. <laughs> oh my lord! All right, um, moving on to. Uh, what, what now? Oh, yeah, Stephen. We got to get Stephen. Yeah. Did we have Stephen last week? I think we oh, did. I, we did, yes. Yeah. Feels like we haven't had him in a while, so this would be a good There were time. There were a couple weeks there where we did not have Stephen. Yeah. This is This uh, last week was one of the ones where we did. And this week is not one of those. Stephen. It's Stephen Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas, and headquarters to the one and only Majorspoilers.com. Stephen, hello. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Hello. It's good to have you here. Ooh, you guys still hear the ringing sound? Yeah, what yes. is that? It's a, is that? It's a lovely chat of Discord still, still ringing for yeah, you. How do I do that? Well, I'll tell you what. Here, Here's what I'll do. <laughs> that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah, here, it is. Here, yeah. I'm I mean, going to re... Nice and, it's much better than the Skype phone call. That's true. Well. I'll re-add you. Hold on. Here we go. Let's try this again. Okay. That happens sometimes. It makes no sense when why that happens. But when it does, we make do and we make it work. Let's see if this worked. 
Mm-hmm. Steven, are you there? What's going on? Yes, I figured out what's going on. My phone was was saying, oh. hey, we've got a Discord chat to start. So Yeah, that's but what once we're in it, it should not. Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. Yeah, the same thing happened to me yesterday. Uh, I left uh, right after we ended uh, TMSPM yesterday morning, strangely mm-hmm. on a Sunday. It's mm-hmm. true. And um, my phone was still ringing. Like I was getting this <laughs> buzzing noise like, Scott has inv- invited you to a Discord chat. It's like, uh, yeah, we did that like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's very weird. I don't like how it does that stuff. But anyway, whatever. Discord, get your poop together. Uh, Steven's always got his poop together, and he's here joining us well, once again on a, on a Monday. And uh, if I don't, I'm flushing 15 times. 15, 15 times. 15 times to get your poop together. That's right. Yeah. We got a floater. Anyway, hey, uh, it's <laughs> it's uh, Steven, which means we get to talk about nerd stuff. And uh, we're going to talk, first of all, about this crisis on Infinite Earths Week happening on the mm-hmm. WB. Sorry, the CW, whatever it is now. Uh, they uh, all the all the pretty people are donning their costumes, their capes, and their cows, yeah, and are. coming out of the out of the woodwork. What do you think? Is how, how about this thing so far? What do you think? Well, it just the first night was last night on Supergirl. Tonight it will continue with Batwoman, and then finish up uh, before the holiday break with the Flash, which I still think is rather interesting. Because spoiler alert for people who don't already know, mm. this is the end of the Arrow show, and right. yet Arrow is not part of these first three oh. episodes. Of really? the crisis event. Yeah, weird. it's really weird. Yeah. We get they- three episodes now, and then we take a month break and come back in January to finish it up with Arrow and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, so that's okay. So really, they're just, uh, uh, and did you say Legends of Legends of Tomorrow? Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, they oh, are okay, the yeah. very last episode, which everyone is, is now saying that that uh, Legends of Tomorrow episode basically launches the entire season of dealing with the crisis event. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And is that the last episode of that show too? Is it gone now? Uh, I think no. it's the last season of the show. Maybe. Oh, oh really? Wow. I, I think so. I don't know. I don't know for sure. Oh my god, that's that's actually of all of these. I think uh, Legends of Tomorrow is my favorite of the shows. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. It's yeah. uh, now Legends of Yesterday because it ain't happening anymore. Exactly. Yes. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, we so, actually won't know if it's renewed until like April. So, how do you gotcha. feel, or how, how's the general reception been of this event so far with the two episodes? Do you think it's been okay? I think everybody has been very positive, mainly because of all of the Easter eggs and all the guest stars that are popping in, playing all the different roles. Like last night, um, it was what's his name, Wool, who played uh, uh, the reporter in the original Batman '89 movie. He oh. makes a cameo appearance. Uh, the original uh, Dick Grayson from Batman 66 is making an appearance in the oh, show. Wow. And, there's, and there's just so many different Easter eggs that are being dropped left and right. Kevin Conroy shows up as old man Batman uh, in this thing. So I think people are just super excited just to see all the Easter eggs. The The one thing that I think is probably going to maybe not make this as successful as people hoped is that, was it three years ago, four years ago when they did the first major crossover event when Supergirl was still on CBS and they're like, Hey, we're going to cross over arrow and flash and Supergirl. And people were like, Oh, there's no way they're ever going to be able to pull this thing off Mm -hmm. because it's two networks and all these things. And then they made it happen. And so ever since then, the writer's rooms and the different productions have all been able to kind of follow a same formula throughout the process. So even though this is a big deal, I think the process of making it come together is probably not as tough as people uh, make it out to be. 
Yeah, no <laughs> Dean Kane though, right? He's out. Not gonna see. Not him. that I know of. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna bet he's he's. Uh, He's a controversial I mean, he was, figure. He was on, yeah, but he was on Supergirl he early was, on yeah. as, as her dad. As oh, her oh dad. I forgot about that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and Helen Slater is Supergirl's adopted mom. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. <laughs> and and who is it? Um, is her name? Is it Erica Durant, who was the Lois Lane on Smallville? She's actually uh, Supergirl's mo- real-life mother in the show, you know. Uh, right. From, right. From, uh, from Argo. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's a uh, bit oh, of a yeah. shock to the system. Oh, yeah. Wonder, just, Wonder Woman has been in... Um, Diana Prince. Uh, uh, Brandon Prince Routh, was, who was, you know, obviously... Yeah. Uh, but is um, the, I, what I'm saying is the girl who played Lois Lane on... Uh, Smallville. Smallville is old enough to be a mom now? <laughs> well... Smallville, I know, enough, I know it's been a while, to, but man... Old enough to play a mom. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily old enough to be a mom. Mm. Oh yeah, and then we had uh Terry Hatcher was on uh Supergirl mm-hmm. for a little while mm-hmm. and did she say these they're real and they're fabulous? Did she say that? <laughs> she did not. Okay. Or no, they're fantastic. Sorry. Spectac- I spectacular. Spectacular. The... Gosh dang. Yes. I've seen that they're Seinfeld real, episode a thousand times. Spectacular. Brian knows it. Nice job. I used to have such a crush on, on her when she was on oh. uh, MacGyver. Who oh. didn't? MacGyver, I don't remember her even being on there. Yeah, she was the uh, the kind of ditzy girl who was always getting MacGyver in trouble. Mm. So let me ask you this. Um, at the end of all of this, then what? They go back to their normal uh, shows, those well, who are continuing? So listen, I've kind of made this kind of thought process before. We know that Arrow is ending, and we know that apparently Oliver Queen is going to make the ultimate sacrifice in this thing. And yet, for those of you who have been following The Flash, you know that it's actually <laughs> Barry who makes the ultimate sacrifice. And they've been playing this up. And of course, in the comic books, um, you know, Barry makes the ultimate sacrifice to help stop uh, the crisis event from happening. Mm-hmm. My hope is, and my guess is, that they're going to twist the knife in everybody's back because Flash is the last part before we go on a month-long break. My guess is Flash dies. Mm, yeah. And right. then we come back and we do those final two episodes where Oliver has to make the sacrifice. Then when Flash comes back, they're going to go like two or three weeks of just no Flash. Flash mm-hmm. is dead just mm-hmm. to make people go, oh, my God, did they just did right. they just freak everyone out and, and, and do a bait and switch and not let us know that this was actually happening? Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome because then ultimately everybody comes back. Oh, yeah. Course. There are infinite except, Earths. Except for Oliver Queen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are infinite Earths. So go ahead and just right. get a flash from a, get one that's close to the one you had from another of the Earths. That's well, all. we've already got um, <laughs> 90s Flash showing up. We've got two versions of Jay Garrick, I believe, showing up in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all played by John Wesley Ship, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's going to be interesting. And, and if people and, are into the original Crisis on Infinite Earths from 1986, uh, there are multiple copies of that now available from DC. But if you want to see the television version of that, go check it out. It's all this week. I saw cool. a very good animated Batman uh, or sorry, Justice League uh, cartoon thing, direct video thing that DC made. Yeah, no, it is it is it is uh, called Crisis on Two Earths. It's very it's good. It's really it good. Is, it is the it is one of the best DC animated direct video movies out mm. there. Highly really highly good. recommend it. Yeah, yeah, it is really really good. Yeah, the, all, they make a lot of great stuff there, but that one in particular is really strong. It's very good. Yeah. Have you watched the sweary? Uh, uh, What's what's Harley her name? Quinn Harley show? Quinn. No, thing. I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, apparently that thing's just f bombs and. Is that on? That's on DC Universe. That's as well? on DC Universe right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep, it, I'm waiting for HBO Max or whatever it's called, where we get all that stuff mixed in with uh, DC Universe and. Yeah, same. WB and all that. Yeah, you know, all same. that big stream. I don't want to. I don't want to get eight st- services. They're all going to get rolled in anyway. 
Like, let's exactly. just roll it in and then I'll do your thing. Uh, did you see the Wonder Woman trailer? Everyone checked out. I did. Out? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys excited about this? I am. I kind pic- of am. I, yeah. pictured a, I pictured a 13-year-old Scott, a 13-year-old Brian, and a 13-year-old Steven. <laughs> well, 12-year-old Steven. Oh, 12 year little younger. Actually, uh, well, depending on what part of 1984 this takes place in, I'll either be 13 <laughs> or 14, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I'd have been 13. Well, if it was in the spring, I was 13. But anyway, uh, we were, well, I pictured us walking around that mall, uh, you know, living the life of an 80s kid. And then, mm-hmm. boom, Wonder Woman you. comes and wrecks the joint. So that's cool. I do uh, like that we get the uh, a lot closer to the traditional Wonder Woman uh, outfit for this. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the, the, the colors are amped up and everything. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. yeah, it looks very so cool. The lasso work looks cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the Mandalorian playing one of the big bads in the movie. Yeah, he's great. I love that Pablo, or not Pablo. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Pedro he's Pascal. awesome. Yeah. So so if, uh, all right, let me ask you this. Uh Chris Pine shows up again, you know, boyfriend from the 40s. And uh, we don't know how yet. Uh, the thing doesn't really tell us, but we know that she's excited to have Captain Kirk back in his back in her life. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, is it bad that I'm sort of annoyed by that? Because I don't like uh, I like that she can live kind of forever, but I don't like this idea that other other people can get time forwarded and not be dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm annoyed by that. Yeah. We don't I don't think it's been really revealed how Steve Trevor comes to the future, but Maxwell Lord is one of the big bads in this, again, played by Pedro Pascal, and his power is hallucination mind control. Mm. And I don't I don't want to say that Maxwell Lord is, you know, if you watch that trailer, he's saying all your dreams can come true or something in the commercial that he's talking about. I don't want to say that Maxwell Lord is controlling everybody. And so uh, Steve Trevor is an illusion in the entire movie, but it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, interesting. Okay. But now that again, seems- that's all speculation. That's not spoiler. So people who are firing off emails right now, just chill. Wait till the movie comes out, and if I'm right, well, right. then it was basically written in the comics a long time ago. So right, yeah. Uh, it also seems like uh, Kristen Wiig is not just there to be kind of the comedic um, sidekick right. kind of thing. Like there's something that's going to be. She's kind of like doing this ugly duckling kind of thing throughout the trailer. Like yeah. So again. Spoilers, she's Barbara Minerva, the cheetah. So she's actually a villain oh, for okay. Wonder Woman as well. Mm. Gotcha. Wait, is okay. that a che- well, go. cheetah from the uh, Super Friends? Uh, Not that cheetah. That one is Deborah Domain. Okay. Who wears that costume. Actually, the costume that uh, in the Super Friends is actually the Priscilla Rich uh, 1940s costume. Uh, this one is a more updated one. This is post-crisis uh, Minerva. And she is basically an archaeologist who's obsessed with with Wonder Woman's lasso, which may be a reason why in the trailer we see so much Wonder Woman lasso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of lasso. Certainly do, and it lasso. can do things that I never saw it do when uh, Diana, when uh, uh, what's her face was uh, wielding it in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, what was her name? Uh, uh, Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Linda Cardellini. Right. Nope, wrong lady. Uh, well, <laughs> I I think it looks I awesome. I also had a crush on her a long time ago too. Did Still you? Do. Oh, uh, she's great. Linda Carter or Linda Cardellini? Linda Cardellini. Yeah. yeah. She's awesome. I like her and everything. Uh, she, she, uh, what's uh, Hawkeye's best, best wife? Best Velma ever. Yeah. Hawkeye's <laughs> yeah, wife, I mean, right? I, I, yeah, Freaks and Geeks is where I first saw her. So. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. She's the girl you'd want to hang out with in high school. Yeah. Uh, which was ironically set two years be- or three years before this movie takes place. So there's that fun little fact. Oh, man. Uh, so two things. So we got so many things. We got a teaser trailer for Stargirl that uh, dropped today. Oh. We had... 
uh, Wonder Woman that dropped yesterday. We also got a Ghostbusters trailer, yeah. both Wonder Woman and the Ghostbusters. Uh, Wonder Woman takes place in 1984. Ghostbusters uh, relaunched or re whatever the the, the what's it called title is the de- uh, re uh, afterlife afterlife, afterlife. Yeah. yeah man it is mining our nostalgia for 1984. <laughs> so 2020 is going to be the year of 1984 nostalgia mining. Yeah, we are yeah, in the that- thick of the 80s. We're are back, baby. Uh, and I'm and I'm loving the Ghostbusters trailer. I'm loving the yeah. the direction that it seems to be going is like a, uh, uh, you know, staying true to the original, but also like when you first hear Red look at the uh, ghost trap and say, "Oh, that's uh-huh. a really cool replica," I'm thinking, "Oh man, so is that the way they're going to play this? Is like it's uh, like it's not you know, real, like it's just a like con, not real, right, Comic Con right. thing. Or oh something. no, they they play it straight up as, they "Hey, totally you young do. kids, okay, boomer." Uh, let me tell you about the good old days when the Ghostbusters were a thing, and people have just forgotten them. Mm. Yeah, and this is Egon's old barn because uh, he was the he was. I was corrected by the chat room earlier. He's not. It wasn't Ray. It was Egon who used to collect the fungus or the. the yeah, there was also something about uh, in the original Ghostbusters movie about putting the farm up for sale, uh, putting it up for mortgage or something, so that they could afford to to fund their Ghostbusters experiments. Oh, right. Right, and Carrie Coon, I don't know if you noticed this, but the mom's Carrie Coon, Brian. Did you notice that? Oh, I totally noticed that. Yeah, yeah. we love the Carrie Coon. She's awesome. Every, put her in everything. Yeah, she's put amazing. Her in everything. But, I, you know, okay, uh, I am going to ask this hard question. Aren't we getting just a little sick of, and I don't want to, you know, he's got a whole career ahead of him, but I'm sick of looking at the bird kid. The kid <laughs> thin, looks like a bird. Finn Wolfhard? Yeah, the little bird, the bird-looking kid. I need... <laughs> no, uh, maybe, that's not Finn Wolfhard. That's, uh, oh. that's uh, the sailor ice cream scoops boy. That's oh yeah, not the part. tooth, not the tooth challenge kid. The the, the this other one, the the skinny. Yeah, he was yeah, in yeah. it. And... Yeah, yeah. No, Finn Wolfhard is the kid who's in the Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought that was the Bucktooth kid. No, no, the Bucktooth kid is uh, Gaten. Or, oh, okay. Uh, For some reason, Atarazzo, I was thinking yeah. that was the good looking guy. Okay, oh, yeah, okay, Finn okay. Wolfhard. Okay, yeah. Sorry. So Finn yeah, Wolfhard is uh, is uh, just starting. He looks like one of those birds that like dips down and pokes the water and then comes back up. <laughs> He's a very talented musician, though. Yeah, Stranger Things, It, mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, uh, Afterlife. So, I mean, he's a talented thing, musician. Mind, what does he do? He's mind, in a Scott. band, too? Hold on. Brian said a thing. I don't want to let go. He's a musician also? This kid? He's a musician, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's uh, boy, you look at, at some of his cover. Go to YouTube and look up Finn Wolfhard covers. Yeah, and Calpurnia he's, is the, the band. Calpurnia? Okay. And then yeah. he also makes an appearance in the Weezer AHA uh, Take On Me cover. Really? And Yes. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. News to me. It's true. It's true. It's true. So, okay. so keep in mind, Scott, the reason why he is so popular right now and why you're seeing him with the, in everything is the first season of Stranger Things was crazy. And then the second season came out and then everybody's like, we got to get these kids in a bunch of different stuff. So that's why all of a sudden you saw uh, Millie Bobby Brown show up in a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now he's also doing this the same thing because of something that happened two years ago and just the slow process of getting these movies out this is why they're suddenly showing up now and all slammed together. All right. It's fine. He just looks like a bird. It's okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was a big week for trailers, turned out. This yeah, weekend it is. This oh, is yeah, the Ryan Reynolds thing looks good, too. Free, free Man, where he plays yeah, an NPC. Uh, free Guy. Free Guy. Yeah, he's like or, an yeah. NPC And then there's also another trailer that dropped, uh, what is it, um, an action movie thing. Uh, is it just one movie that he's in right now, or are there two that are coming? I thought there was a there was some other actiony thing. Yeah, and then didn't oh, he direct a? Didn't he? Was it somehow he's involved in that commercial for the for oh, the gin? No, he he uh, got the actress who was in the Peloton 
ad yeah. and hired her for his gin commercial. That's what it was. Yes. So he got that same girl looking longingly at the camera again to do a gin commercial <laughs> right after that Peloton controversy happened. That was amazing. Right. Also, uh, kudos to you, Brian, for doing your Peloton ad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, good job. Uh, anyway, it's it's been a good week for that stuff. I love that. I actually love trailer time. I love it. I love when new things are coming. I love getting excited about stuff. Uh, are there, Stephen? Let me ask you this: We got holiday movie time rolling around here for this month. What are you going to see? Uh, Here's the thing: We have been inundated with like Ghostbusters, Wonder Woman. Um, you know, the two movies that I'm thinking of with Ryan Reynolds is uh, Six Underground, which is coming out mm-hmm. uh, very soon, and the um, and the Free Guy. But no one's talking about Star Wars right now. Well, that's coming out in just like wow, eleven okay. days. Yeah, no kidding. Like a, like a little over, like basically a week from Thursday. The Star Wars yeah. everyone's talking about is on TV. Yes. And yes. the Star Wars that everyone should be talking about is coming to theaters. And it's not that I'm not excited. I think there's just so much stuff co- happening and there's so many good things going on. Like I'm just absolutely loving uh, yeah. Watchmen and things like that. So when this, oh. so with this coming, it's like I don't know. I have to, I have to figure. I got to gauge my no. My you excitement don't. Level. You don't just say I'm going to wait and see if I'm going to go see that movie. You go see Star. Well, of course Wars. you do. And they all yeah. gonna. They've yeah. got the pre-sales tickets are out of control. Like it's a mm-hmm. gigantic it broke, uh, hit. It broke the AMC app for a while. Yeah, it's gonna. And the records are. You know, there's some records broken and all this other stuff. And that's great. But you're right. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. about the actual film and i think maybe it's just because it's a given it's like well i gotta i gotta have breakfast so i'm having breakfast i gotta right. see star wars right. so i'm exactly. seeing star wars some things are inevitable <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we're going we have a they're renting a movie theater out at my daughter's um up at the university at where she works and uh we've been invited so we're gonna go up there on, it's gonna be awesome on friday yeah, yeah. we're seeing the thursday night right you and i are both seeing it thursday night I, I think ours is friday day like okay. one one p.m. the next day Friday or something. Day. Friday day. Yeah, Friday day. Uh, Stephen, when are you going to see it? Uh, I don't know. I'll see it opening weekend. I'm not going to go see it on the Thursday night yeah. uh, before it opens. I mean, I think the kids still have school. Oh, so, wow. yeah, I might see it Friday afternoon. N- oh. Next, uh, the Friday afternoon that it's... Because uh, if the kids are still in school, I will have free time. All right. There you go. Well, the kids the kids are... Well, let's the see. kids, kids have right. zero the interest kids are all in right. There you go. Really? They don't care. Wow. They watched uh, episode seven, yeah, and they were like, "Yeah, it was okay." And I tried to get them to watch um, Star Wars, the first one, yeah, mm-hmm. and they were just like, "Didn't care for it." So. <gasps> oh, have we finally yeah. hit that generation? Have we finally? We done might, it? we might have finally, you know, where there's just not enough CGI to uh, mm. <laughs> to entertain the new batch. I don't know. There's a lot of CGI well, in those movies. I mean, we could talk about this. I'm, uh, talking, about the, I'm talking about the original trilogy. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I think that, yes, it's a generational thing, but I also think that things like the Mandalorian and like uh, Clone Wars and Rebels have shifted their attention away from the Skywalker saga to yeah. Star Wars universe stuff. stuff the mm-hmm. stuff that, uh, the, the, uh, people in my life who are not really star, big Star Wars fans are in love with the Mandalorian. And I think mm-hmm. that says something about let's get away from this lightsaber Jedi saga yeah. and do some new stuff in that place so that we, so it's not always the same. I think there is something to that. It's yeah. working for me. It's really working yeah. for my wife, who usually mm-hmm. could just kind of give or take this stuff, but she really digs this Mandalorian thing. Yeah. Um, I, I'm about halfway done with this last week's episode because 
We for it's only some thirty eight minutes, Scott. How I know, <laughs> but we made this deal where the family's all together for it. We made it a family event, and then Nick's at work, and Carter got home late. Yep. Da, 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 yep. da. I've had it. I'm just going to do what Brian does and well have my done. own damn you, list. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to finish yourself it out into a corner, haven't you? Yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to finish the last half, and then from now on, if y'all are here and ready on Friday, sweet. Exactly. It's great to have you here. If not, f off. I'm watching it. <laughs> Took me long enough. I was only able to get through 19 minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, Brian, are you watching Watchmen? I am. I'm. Uh, I just finished uh, our trip through time with uh, member berries. Yeah, uh, the God walks into a bar. People mm. eating member berries. No, yes, exactly. God walks oh, no, into no, no, a no. bar. Remember, so that's the one, right? That's. The, I think that's the one. Yeah, the, the uh, God walks the, into a bar is last night's. That's yeah, last night. Right. I have not watched yeah. last night's yet. Yeah. Did you listen through all the credits and listen to that Trent Reznor version of Life on Mars? Yes. No. Oh, was that last night? <gasps> no, no, two weeks ago. Two weeks was the, the cover of Life on so, Mars? No, but I did, yeah, yeah. I did catch the cover of uh, the Pomplamoose cover of uh, uh, Careless Whisper, which oh, is great. Oh, it's so good, right? Okay, so yeah. perfectly used. But you know what? I just realized Brian's not to the one you're talking about, Stephen. The one from that oh, is okay. last week, and that's the, mm. the one right before last night's, and I don't think you're there yet. Wait. May, just so all we're saying is make sure you listen to the credits of this coming or sorry the one you're about to watch yeah episode seven cool. it's all right sublime it's not sublime yeah. the band but it's sublime. and also for those of you that are watching uh the series either live or whenever episode eight a god walks into a bar make sure you watch past the credits because there's like five minutes of other stuff oh, that happens really? at the end of the credits is yes. that true of okay, the whole series so far and i haven't known that no 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 just this one episode because usually at the end of the episode they're like here's what's coming next time on yeah uh watchmen this one has a like three to five minutes of stuff going on with a certain character okay uh, that in. is okay. is very absent from episode uh eight. well Bummer. and, and neither of the watchmen tv series uh soundtracks <laughs> yes there are two for uh, what an eight episode series on uh well no they're HBO. doing they're, they're doing one per chapter i think or per episode and they're just no because the second one's got squid pro quo, quo squid pro quo in it which i think is from the episode that i saw last night oh maybe then but there yeah, is last... another there is another show uh mandalorian is doing soundtracks per episode though. that's who i'm thinking of that's it yes I knew somebody was doing it, and then I couldn't remember which cool show I was watching. Them yeah, I can't, and I'm that's too much. Can't do that. Yeah, too much. Yeah. yeah, I went and listen. I actually been listening to it. It's very good. But uh, stream it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's streaming. But the, the well, I just want to get your take on that song once you listen to it. Yeah, it's so oh, good. Oh, I can't Brian. wait to hear it. I'm looking to see. I wish I wish these were on. It, you can uh, go find it on YouTube. There's. I was already listening to it again this morning because it's so good. Cool. Yeah, it's really something. Um, I listened to it three times over because I can't find it anywhere else. YouTube has it, but. <laughs> Can't get it on streaming awesome. services yet. Anyway, well, Stephen, this is a big ball of good stuff here we got going. Yeah. Uh, look yeah. forward to uh, chatting with you next week uh, about similar things. And, of course, working our way towards Star Wars will be a fun chat as well. Uh, Stephen Schleicher, is there anything going on on Majorspoilers.com that the fine people at home should check out? Nope. Stay hydrated. Oh, there's so much, though. <laughs> there's so much good stuff. He left already, but go there, guys. Yeah. Majorspoilers.com. Mm -hmm. All right. Now let's bring in the bells here at the sad moment. Yeah. Uh, wait, there we go. Oh, he's not online. Well, we'll see if he comes online. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. If he doesn't, we'll... No, we can do it. Oh, oh, I see his phone pop in. I think it's. I think he's coming. I think he's okay. going to be here. Daryl, are you there? Nope, still ringing. Still the ring of speakage. 
bringing in the gagaga. Yeah. Gagaga. Is he the one that coined the phrase ring of speakage? I think it was him. Uh, no, I think I did. Oh, was it you? Uh-huh. I don't remember. Jamie, who... Oh, no, it's still ringing. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with Daryl. Oh, TMS Mashup says it was Daryl. Okay. I thought I, I thought I said the... I hear stuff. Yeah, you hear stuff. Hold on. Let's ask you. Daryl, did you coin the huh? phrase rings of speakage? Yes. Okay. All right. I guess that... <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> if anyone would know, it's Jamie because uh, Jamie uh, has to trim it out for the mashups. That's true. This is all true. All right. I'm going to yep. play a thing that uh, lets us know who's here. Hello, and welcome to Star Trek Adventure. It's kind of fruity, isn't it? It's Daryl Skeels, all the way from the Pacific Northwest, joining us today to talk about all things Star Trek. Sadly, it's kind of a sad day. Um, we found out yesterday that Rene Auberginois passed away, the actor who played Odo. He was on Benson. He was on a million Disney things. Benson. He was in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Yeah. He played a Klingon in there. Um, he is known for a million other movies. What did we see on FilmSack recently that he was in? It was a dramatic role, and he was very good in it. Yeah, I can't remember. But it was, uh, was, it was old, like older, like pre-Benson. Right? Oh, yeah, like se- early 70s or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was 79 years old. But this comes off the tail or off the to tail end of a bunch of other deaths. We had three in a row. Robert Walker Jr., who played Charlie X, or was Charlie X on Charlie X, that episode on, on TOS. DC Fontana was a writer who shaped much of what TOS and TNG became. I mean, that name is synonymous with Star Trek. And then Rene Aubergenois. And then earlier this year, you had... uh, Well, and and even more recent, uh, Deanna Troy's real-life husband passed away, too. Oh, right. Suddenly in the night, he died. Yeah. That's awful. Michael Lamper, yeah. That's the thing I fear. You know how I, I want to die by just slipping away in my sleep? But I will well, feel sure. bad for anybody who's in that bed with me because you're going to wake up in the morning and go, honey, and reach over. I'm going to be cold. I'm right. going to be dead cold. That scares. Oh, that's scary. I don't think the first thing that anyone's going to think if they wake up next to a dead Scott Johnson in bed is, oh, gross. There's a dead body in the bed with me. <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, like, the, the shock of oh, it. And, and, he, the... and, he, and his bowels released. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be. What I'm saying is it's fine if it's me because I don't care. I'm dead. But if I'm if it's Kim who who dies while she's asleep and I wake up, I don't want to find her like that. That's horrifying to no, me. No, of course not. Of course. Oh my gosh, I didn't want to think about it. Anyway, but sad news across the board. I don't know. Yeah. I still I still would much rather you know pass away in the middle of the night in my sleep than a long time in a hospital bed where people are having to come and watch over me and no, that's exactly what I'm saying. Gu- say their goodbyes and stuff. That's exactly what I'm saying. I want to die that. I want to die suddenly. Yeah. I don't care if anyone finds me. And I, so what? That, and, and what I'm saying is I think people would want that for you, too. I think Kim would rather you go quickly uh, and unexpectedly than a long, drawn-out, painful process. But then she'll get up and she'll shake me and go, oh, no, and then I'll poo. That That's when you poo. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, anyway. Daryl. Uh, chat room, so relax. We're just we having fun. But chat, chat room's no fun today. They've taken all this too seriously. Anyway, uh, these deaths are sad and awful. And in 2019, had other people in Trek. What's the deal with 2019 going after all these Trek people? I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think the bell should. Like Big Bird dying. No, that was no. another one. Oh, yeah, another one. If you guys haven't seen that documentary, I am Big Bird. Rush out and see it. See it somewhere. It is a wonderful wonderful documentary about carol spinney it is so good and that dude yeah, worked cool. up from 
Okay, he worked from the year Brian and I were born uh-huh. until last year. Yeah, that dude did right. 49 years of having his hand up here and his <laughs> arm over here. And then later in the garbage can, because he did both hands with say, Oscar. Was, he did the voice of, uh, yeah, of Oscar. He well. was Oscar puppeteer mm-hmm. in voice, and he was amazing. And uh, that documentary is really something else. So cool. uh, worth saying. And I'm amazed they had uh, they had technology in there the whole time since the '60s. A little TV. Yeah, he had a little screen. Oh, right. It would closed, see out of the uh, eyes. Circuit TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he could tell what he was doing and how. It reminds me of Inside Out uh, VR tracking. Where they have the weird cameras that tell you where you are in the room. It's like a weird, not mm. r- real, but not real kind of look at the world around you. So mm-hmm. it's very interesting. But anyway, uh, people should track that down. All right, on to some some more, I don't know, less sad death news. Star Trek The Motion Picture turned 40 on Saturday. Who's celebrating that, though? Nobody. Yeah. Right? Oh, my Nobody. gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, people who like horror films. <laughs> it was the return of live action Trek, so it's good for that. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it was a big deal at the time, right? Because the, oh, the other totally sh- was. The other I was show so excited. Work. I I had a girlfriend at the time. I picked her up and ran down the aisle to our seats. Wait a minute! So you excited. picked her up and ran to the uh, down the aisle. Yeah. Okay. Now this is great because what happened when you found out the movie was poop? Then what? Uh, well, I was she, a she little... had to carry Daryl back up the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I want to see this. I want to witness this in person. Daryl's lifeless, disappointed body dragging it back up the aisle, movie theater aisle. Yeah, that's amazing. But you remember that pretty vividly. It sounds like. Oh, you know, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was have old back then. I was. <laughs> I have some memory of it. I was pretty young, but I remember, um, you know, buying that Kirk action figure, the one that became burnt Kirk, and I still have him to this day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right down there somewhere. Old burnt Kirk. Well, I wasn't totally. I wasn't totally disappointed about the movie because I knew it was an opening that had to be made mm. to have more stuff. Yeah, they get so you get you going. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, where did you where did you stand on Wrath of Khan? Given it's more focus on sort of adventure and uh, action. oh, I thought it was way better. We it really needed to be made. Yeah, I agree. That took things in the right place, right direction. Yep. Sure. Have we even talked to you about uh, the new director for uh, Trek, uh, the Noah Hawley deal? That he's going to make a new Trek movie. We talked about that. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't think we did. No. So how do you? I mean, I don't know if you've seen Fargo or uh, what's the other one? Oh Brian? yeah, that was great. Brian, what's the other one? Um, uh, Legion. Legion, which was also really really good. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing a Doctor Doom movie and some other stuff. Uh, I mean, oh, I think I he's about that too. He's yeah. a super interesting dude. So I I really am excited. I don't understand where the Tarantino thing fits. I thought that was still on. Is it not on? Is that not happening? Last I heard, it was not on and then i saw another thing that said they were both on so i don't know chat room says scott's 50 and he calls daryl old i didn't call daryl old what are you guys no, talking I about me old. yeah you said it as yourself what are they what are you red law what are you doing <laughs> they're so mean today yeah what are you chat do? room i te- i have to did i say that today i never say daryl's old Daryl's like, I mean, it's, it's true he is but yeah. we don't say it on the show <laughs> but he's in throwing distance of us what are you, 56? What are you now? Uh, something like that. Yeah. So we could t- I could throw a ball at him and he'd see it. He's so close. I, I would never call Daryl old in a pejorative way. I mean, we're all old at the end of the day. By the time that ball got here, it'd be old and wrinkly. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like an old testicle. Okay. What about this? 
Star Trek Picard to show its first episode on CBS, just as Discovery did. Ooh, let the world see it and then tempt them to go buy their service. Right. Dangle that carrot. Yeah. Yep. There are four carrots. Yeah, look, they'll be like, look, there's Captain Picard. Can't get him anywhere else. Oh, look, there's the Anaheim Convention Center. Can't get that anywhere else. <laughs> I hope they don't show that. That won't be a, a good thing to promote. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, very excited, though. That's soon-ish, right? That's oh, a, yeah. Uh, January right? 20. Third or something. Yeah. That seems like a not very long away. Because it really yeah, is. No, because there's so much stuff that happens between now and then. It's going to, time is going to fly by. How will, Brian, what will you do? Will you do like the temporary subscription until it's over and then pop out again um, until Discovery or whatever? Or how do you want to do it? Probably. Yeah. I think that's, that's another one that I'll probably want to do day and date. And mm-hmm. I imagine, uh, you know, it's convenient for watching stuff like The Amazing Race and, Sure. And, uh, Survivor will be done by then, but oh, I guess there'll be another season of Survivor in the. Oh, there always is in the winter. Yeah, there always will be. I don't think that show's going anywhere okay. forever. <laughs> I hope nope. Jeff Probst likes traveling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who, who would we? Uh, if we if that show ever needed a new host, who would you put in his place? If you had to replace Drew Jeff Probst. Carey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. No. Uh, no. Uh, who would we put in his place? That'd be somebody. It'd probably be like Bear Grylls or somebody who's kind of rugged and outdoorsy. Oh, Bear Grylls is a great uh, answer. Yeah. And I said, again, I said that before Pops and Recline put it in the chat room. Yeah, no, Brian Beecha. Sorry, Pops and Recline. Mm-hmm. Or like Pops and Decline. Just kidding. <laughs> Steve, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Yeah. The tribe has spoken. You're, oh, not you? Quit doing this to me, people. <laughs> Uh, Did you can, hear that that happened to him again last night at the Miss Universe or Miss... Uh... Oh, no. Really? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen twice to a guy? I don't know, but... Uh... Does Trump still own that Miss Universe stuff? Does he still have a, a an interest oh, in it? Oh, I don't know if he's... Yeah, I mean, the main reason he bought it is so he could go peek on girls while they were changing, but I wonder if now that he's not there anymore, if, he's, if that's still mm-hmm. his deal or not. Well, anyway... Uh, well, there's your Trek news for the week, Daryl. That's it. That's all of it. Are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch Motion Picture just to celebrate, or what are you gonna do there? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not watch it to celebrate. Ah, good idea. V'ger and all that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've seen it enough, which is maybe twice. Sure. Uh, would actually, you know what I'm in the mood for is the newest of the JJ verse Star Trek movies, uh, which ended up being my favorite. I'm kind of in the mood to see that again. It's been a bit, and I'd like to see it again. Mm-hmm. I really like that girl in it who plays the alien chick. She's cool. What was her name? Anyway, she's in the Mummy. Forgot her. Uh, oh. oh yeah, the, the zebra face lady. Z- zebra face oh, lady. Oh right, right, right. I, f- um, I find her really compelling. To look she at. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. French actress, I think. Anyway. Yes. Well, there you go. There's your uh, there's your news. You can all stand for Star Trek today. We'll do this again in a week. Daryl, uh, are you enjoying your holiday? Zzz. Well, not yet, but. But you will soon. soon. All right. What are you getting the kids? Anything cool? Getting them all switches? Oh, uh, those are already around. Oh, all right. Getting so, them yeah. all. Uh, getting them um, games for their switches. Game. Yep, games <laughs> okay. and, and stuff. Everybody's been games asking me what to get their kids for their switch, and I keep telling them uh, the Pokemon games probably is the, this year's thing yeah. for them. Probably for kids. Totally. If they don't have Breath of the Wild, then absolutely that. Then Mario Odyssey, and if not that, then, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. then the Pokemon games. Yeah, those that's are your... the one. I, I hope no, 
I hope the kids oh, aren't listening. I agree. I hope they're not either. But also, you know that one Brian bought and then had on the shelf for a while, but I downloaded I went ahead and, oh, he's still talking. All right, I'm going to remove him. Uh, <laughs> bye, Daryl. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to have this Daryl removed. I got a deal. I got a, a deal on that one you picked up, the Super Mario Brothers Wii U uh, remake thing, the side scrolling oh, Mario. Yeah. It's very good. That's a really good 2D Mario game. Like, it's an excellent game. Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yes, it's very yes. good. It's very good. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that now that I finished uh, Pokemon Shield. You really should. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. It ranks uh, some of the some of the levels rank up there for some of my favorite 2D Mario oh, wow. games. I've oh, really cool. enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I haven't done any of the multiplayer stuff, but the single player is very good. I like that these awesome. Wii U games that nobody played get Second Life on uh, on, on Switch there. for sure. Yeah, yeah, they deserve it. They need to port mm-hmm. all. They need to port all the stuff that didn't make it there. Like, oh, I don't know. I well, I want all this. St- I want everything. Give me everything. Are you gonna Are you gonna pick up the uh, the the Switch game with the uh, oh the like wheel the, thing uh, the, the wheel? I yeah. hear that works really well. Like people are actually losing weight and. It's like a legit fitness device. <laughs> we need to we need to do a video of uh, the Pel- a Peloton parody video with the Wii Ring. That's a great oh, I idea. I can't believe my husband got me one of these. I don't know why. <laughs> Looking at the camera the whole time going. Eh, eh. <laughs> right. That's amazing. All right. It's time for a Monday morning mashup. Thanks to TMS Woo-hoo. Mashups for this. You can find him at TMS Mashups on Twitter. He has a Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS Mashups. He puts these together every week. We have a bonus one this week, too, which we'll get to a little bit later in the week. But for today, we have a Monday mashup. This one is called Bum Chicken. I already know what this is. and I'm very I'm nervous about what he pulled out of the core show this week. But anyway, here it is. Two minutes of bliss. Enjoy. Poopy, poopy, chrome. Poopy, poopy, poopy chrome. chrome. Poopy, chrome. Mark Knopfler's penis, dude. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> It's me. It's Wrecker Ralph. I'm here to help it's you. It's John C. Riley. I'm going to help you stop. I'm going to help you fight crime. Rapper guy that's like from Jamaica. Shaggy. Shaggy. They used to use Shaggy a lot. <laughs> I think I deserve a little bit of uh, applause yeah. for uh, turning that into Shaggy. <laughs> and then he goes, I know the field. I know the field. I know the field. I field. I am an Englishman in New York. You don't have to turn off the red light. <laughs> Roxanne. Who turned off the red light? It wasn't me. Who turned off the red light? It wasn't me. Well, I was at one of those parties, and Jenny said it would be funny if she peed on me, and then the dog came and humped my leg, and then before you knew it, we were putting popcorn in our vaginas. Somebody ate his bum chicken. Billy, uh, you've been a very bad boy. I'm going to poop <laughs> on your plate of cookies and piss in your milk. Goodbye. Oh, great. I was going to gently push her, but then I got high. <laughs> You should have. I can't find it. I was going to ask her to leave, but then I got high. I can't find it. Oh, well. Now she's pressing charges, and I know why. Because <laughs> I let fly. Because I, I let, let fly. fly. Punched her in the eye. My fist to her eye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, no, no. The worst part is that someone ate his bum chicken. Just oozing, gooey, crappy crap. Here's me in a furry costume, yep. for uh, except naked from the waist down. Yeah, that's my wiener out. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Would you like to come over to Buckingham Palace and shag? Maybe come over for a snog and some tea? I still like the D. Do everyone hear that? Brian likes the D. Everyone get that? I like the D. <laughs> <laughs> Old dong, long dong, big dong, all military dong. And I was like, oh, man. This is the life I'm gonna have. Just see, just just gonna be throwing down in the shower, just dongs out. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, couldn't do good it. Good luck defending the country. <laughs> I don't want to see this. <laughs> okay, good. 
He didn't go too deep into the uh, the bum chicken. I was worried because I told I told that story about my friend that put the chicken up his butt in uh, oh, when right. he worked at KFC and then <laughs> fried it and sold it to somebody. Uh, we had this big debate on the core show about whether or not the worst part was that he could give himself salmonella, which is what Bo was oh, arguing. putting a raw chicken. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, or my contention, which was the worst part is someone ate your bum chicken. That's the worst right. part. Right. In my opinion. Now, I know it's cooked out. It's fried out. It's not, you know, you're going to be okay. You'll never know. You'll yeah. never know. It's still yeah. pretty bad. If somebody that came to you. That might kill the germs, but it ain't going to get rid of the, the taste. Yeah. And if someone came to you, Brian, and said, um, just so you know, that 12-piece bucket of chicken, one of the one of the drumsticks in there was up, up the butt of an employee. You wouldn't go, oh, that's fine. That's way better than if, what he had with just the raw one. That's He almost had salmonella. Yeah. Nope. But in my case, it was cooked. No, you're going to freak nope. out and sue KFC yeah. for every freaking chicken wing they have. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Freaking disgusting. Oh, faux show. All right. Uh, that's it for the show. A quick plug, though. Um, the Heartgrate mm-hmm. guys, you know them. We did some work for them, some uh, stuff. Daryl and Michael. Yep. yep. They were on the Alex's Dad Chronicle show. Uh, yes. And uh, you the have you dad, heard it? Have you given it? Chronicle.com. Have you heard it yet? Have you heard what uh, how that went? I have not. No, I have not. But uh, um, it just came out this morning, as a matter of fact. So uh, big big ups to uh, Alex Albisu for getting them getting them on, and um, can't wait to hear the show. Yeah, they they are they probably went a lot deeper into why they're doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. why that is a uh, a a charity that uh, effort that's close to their hearts and why uh, those who donated to our charity stream should feel really good about what they did. So I yeah. think you should check that out. How they got past Alex's terrible voice, I don't know. But I don't know, man. It's fine. Know. It's fine. Yeah. They worked around it. They got through it. And you guys should give it a listen. Just kidding, Alex. Alex, Dad Chronicles, the show, or you can just get Dad Chronicle anywhere you get your podcast and check it out if you want to hear the Heart Crate guys on there. All right. Excellent. What are we doing this week? We got uh, we got stuff tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, We have stuff every day, Scott. We do. Uh, the 20th, no, sorry, 27th, a reminder, the 27th, we are going oh, yeah. to do a patron play date, our first ever, although it's a lot like our charity was, except there's no charity involved with it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to... We're gonna play. We're gonna play Jackbox games with you guys, uh, in particular patrons, and uh, both new and old. And we're gonna have a blast. And I can't wait. It'll be a three-hour event that Friday in place of a TMSPM. Uh, also, yeah, because who knows? I mean, that's Christmas week. Who knows what our episode situation is going to be all that week? Right. So us cramming, you know, banging out some kind of three-hour thing is is good for two reasons. One, we want to do it, and it sounds like fun. And two, we, you know, we want to make sure you guys. Don't have a huge lack of content that week. So Correct. so that is what we're going to do. Uh, see you, Techie Taco. Uh, and uh, that's it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash TMS is how you can support our show. If you're looking for any other way to get a hold of us, find our stuff, do anything else, you can find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. We are now done. Uh, Brian has a song and will now tell me what it is. I do. George wrote in and said, hey, scrub and bubble. I've been clean and sober for four years now. I still remember when you guys played a song for me just before I left for rehabilitation. It helped me from feeling alone, and it's never too early to get a fish sandwich and take life by the horns. Everything's great. The tadpole is great, and you guys are great. Uh, hey, it's too early to get a fish sandwich. There you go. Well done. Um, he just said, uh, just know that the TMS, uh, t- the TMS and the community helped me Help keep me company through some tough times, and I'm very grateful. Well, we're, dude, we're so happy for you, and uh, 
congratulations on four years strong. If you can do four years, you can do anything. So yeah, well that's done. amazing. Well done. Um, in his uh, song request, he didn't actually have anything specific, but he did use the word victorious. And uh, that brought me to mind uh, a song by Muse called The Uprising. Um, how about a cover of it by the band Quiet Drive? This is from the 2011 album Your Record, Our Spin. It's a cover of Muse. And there goes the cat again, screwing with my camera. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jeez. What's her deal? What's her? Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why she like she does these yoga stretches on the top of my computer. She sits on the ledge and then puts one pop top and then stretches the other one as far as she can. And like it's like yoga stretches. It's really weird. She's being sneaky. I guess so. Exactly. Here's Uprising by the band Quiet Drive.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Mighty fancy looking machine you got out there. Out there.